Mic check, mic check, one, two, what it is, what's up? It's the Mic'd Up Students, and we're back with another episode. I'm the home. I'm Malachi. And I'm SB. And we got another hit for you. Another great episode. More intriguing, <clears throat> more exciting, more interesting and important topics. Indeed. I mean, this one is, I wouldn't say it's like exciting. It's, it's not a, exciting. It's not really exciting, but it definitely is important. You're right. Definitely is yeah. important. I just want to give an over, overview of, you know, everything we cover, you know, all yeah. those mm. subjects. But today, bit of a topic warning. You know, we're going to be talking about mental health. We're going to be talking about our own personal experiences with situations, our own personal experiences in life. We're going to be talking about all of that. So mm-hmm. if that's something that you're sensitive to, just, you know, this is a forewarning to, mm-hmm. to know. Absolutely. Indeed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Yeah, so we will for sure be touching on the topics that is mental health, the COVID-19 pandemic, depression, anxiety, self-harm, all of those topics. So, if yeah, like Nahum said, if that is something you are sensitive to, um, just be warned. And keep in mind, too, we're not mental health professionals at all. Absolutely not. Um, so everything that we're uh, telling you or suggesting is, is strictly that, suggestions. Um, we have um, talked to mental health um Student uh, health and counseling. Yeah, we have talked to student health and, counsel- and counseling. So we are um, more a, li- a little well-versed on the subject and, and kind of ways to go about certain uh, situations and things like that. Yeah. Um, we wanted to make sure before we touched on the conversation to go ahead and inform ourselves and educate ourselves as best as we can before we film the episode. So, yeah, just we're going to be giving our experiences, <coughs> our thoughts, our advice, and we'll just go from there. Absolutely. So let's, let's start with... Uh, Something that is probably going to be important to a lot of students, you know, since the big announcement, our last episode, if you haven't checked it out with Dr. Mills, please check it out. But, you know, they made an announcement saying that uh, they're going to be shooting for 70 percent of classes to be in person next semester. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And with that comes a lot of things, you know, for students who haven't been to campus at all. There's that nervous. There's those butterflies. You have all of those different emotions and feelings that you're going through. But also there's the students who, you know, went to school here maybe for a year, a semester, whatever the case may be, and then left. Mm-hmm. So with coming back, there's making friends. And, making, and, and even uh, along with that, too, there's some students who have never actually touched campus, too. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. I, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I missed but that part. Just in general, the, part, the, the main thing is like, you know, learning how to be social again. Mm-hmm. You know, what's that going to look like? What's that, you know, what can students do? to get back to having a regular social life, in person to person social life. What do you guys think yeah. it'll look like? And for those that have not been on back on campus like at all, I totally understand why they could be like a bit nervous because we're like we have the privilege to like slowly e- ease into it, right? Like yeah. some of our classes are online, some of them are in person. Like for me, for example, all of them are online except one. And even that, just that one class made me like super nervous. So imagine like those students that are all strictly online and now they just have to jump back right into it. Like all five or six of their classes being like strictly in person. Like that's a lot, like that's a huge like transition for them. So I could see like why they would be like so nervous and stressed about it so i mean i have a friend myself that's strictly all online right now and she has to like transition into like coming back on campus and she's like mm-hmm. freaking out like she texts, me, she texts me all the time and she's just like sp i'm stressed i'm nervous like i don't know how i'm gonna act like i don't know like what to do exactly so it's like has she has she ever been uh you know in to campus yeah yeah to campus. she's she's gonna be a senior but oh, even oh, then okay. like 
I don't know. I guess it's just the fear that people Time away. still have. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of people really, they just, I mean, a lot of people actually went home yeah. uh, during COVID. I know I went home. I'm, I'm from Vallejo. So I went, I went back home um, for the the year that we were in COVID, year, year and a half, whatever it was. Um, so, I mean, this is my, this year I came back and moved, moved back to uh, Sacramento. And um, just, I guess kind of being in Sacramento kind of helped being around people, you know, again. But uh, I mean, I completely understand it, you know, especially if people have a lifestyle that they've kind of started to, you know, form during COVID. And now they have to kind of, um, <clears throat> like kind of shift away from mm-hmm. that or, yeah. or shift back to the way things, you know, used to be. So I completely understand, you know, people having some social anxiety or Absolutely. nervousness coming back to campus, um, along with, you know, having to communicate with like teachers or or mm-hmm. uh, people making friends. I mean, because I haven't really had any group projects really or over COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I know that can be kind of nerve wracking too for some people. I had a bunch. Have, oh, you have? Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't have I think any. It's, I don't know. I feel like once you get later into whatever your major is, like depending on your major, so mine's business, right? Mm-hmm. Teachers have to assign. It's like part of the departmental requirement. I lied. I did have a group project this For semester. you to have group. So right now I'm doing three group projects and they're all in line. Yeah, no. So it's like a total of 17 people, yeah. three different group chats, three whole assignments that you're trying to manage. Mm-hmm. But you don't get to see all of them. You don't get to exactly. regularly meet. Everyone's trying mm-hmm. to figure out Zoom times. Zoom times, yeah. Like it, it's really a I lot. I was going to say, are you like communicating with them through Zoom or in person? So we, we exchange numbers. So I, I have three separate group chats. But... For when we have meetings, yeah, it's all, we have to all pick a Zoom time. And some people mm-hmm. have work in the evenings, mm-hmm. doing this, doing that. And then we all have to do everything before the due date, obviously. So right. it's a bit of a time crunch. And a lot of the times it's inconvenient. But and so, and so that's that was something I was worried about as well. I mean, now that I'm in it, you just got to do your part and hope everyone yeah. else does. But in the beginning, when they were saying we're going to have group projects, not only was I worried that, you know, I didn't know how I was going to pick a group. Because I'm not get, I'm not able to talk to these people. We just listen to the teacher lecture the whole time, mm-hmm. and then say, "Oh, oh, by the way, pick groups. Oh, okay, let me just pick four random names Strangers. with no contact picture, and, and and hope that they're gonna right. do their work yeah, and be cool." Really. So now that I'm in it, I guess some of them are cool, some of them aren't, but <laughs> it is what it is, right? And see, that's another thing too. I was thinking about is a lot of people have, a lot of people have like, um, they've kind of created a life. Um, you know, altered their whole altered way of life in partnership with COVID. Yeah. What I mean is mm-hmm. like they've you know created a work schedule because oh I have classes online so I can go to work a little bit more I can t- stay home and take care of my family a little bit more. But now that you know things are going to be in person, you know people are going to have to kind of move, you yeah. know shift all that. They're going to have to go back to a college a college student's uh, life and that can be very very daunting as well. Um, so no, I completely understand um, in terms of. I think I think some people, or at least for talking to newer students, making friends when it comes to like making friends and, and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I mean, a lot of people. I think I think Sac State has kind of done a, a decent job with like the orientations and stuff like that. Um, it's a good job. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's what, yeah. I, this is the second time we've. This is the second time we've, we've yeah. disagreed on this. When I say decent, I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily mean it in a horrible way. That's I, what I'm saying, but you have to voice that for people who won't know. who don't understand. Exactly. Yeah, okay, yes, I, I understand. Dave Saxon has done a good job um, with orientation and things like that um, in terms of making friends. But I mean, for students who are just like, for for example, next next semester there may be some new students coming Absolutely. on the campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, like, what would y'all recommend in terms of, like, making friends? Man, this is the one thing 
that oh, I'm going to say about that. What? What are you? <laughs> I'm so great at making friends. Is that what you're going to say? No. Oh, okay. That's crazy. Okay. That's crazy you did that. Okay, go ahead. That's crazy. Well, you, it's not, it's you not crazy. You asked me to give advice. Yeah. I, I'm I, about to I, give I advice. You, you think I'm about to talk about myself. I want you. Okay. I was just, I was, wow. I was making sure you weren't. I don't even do that. I was making sure That's you weren't. That's crazy. That's a lie. Not on camera. <laughs> That's okay. good. How do you, we could break think... the third wall or fourth wall, whatever they call it. Whatever. How do you think? Anyway, this, yeah. is the, this is the one actual thing I'm going to say about that. And it's nine times out of ten, whoever you're trying to talk to, make friends with, is as nervous as you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. And they're ultimately like more concerned with themselves rather than you. Like, mm-hmm. So. But if we're talking, if we're talking in terms of COVID, nineteen, yeah, mm-hmm. like how do you guys suggest people or students go about making friends during this like difficult transition? Because especially with like the variant coming out oh, and yeah. such, um, like it Omicron, is Omicron, right? Yeah, hmm? Omicron. That's yeah. what it's called. I had no idea. Yeah, that's what it's called. Named after my so yeah, it is spiking crazy. up like fear and stuff and more anxieties. So. I I think at least, and I mean honestly, really, I really, all, all I really have to go off of in terms of making friends is kind of what I did before COVID. That's what I'm saying. I feel mm-hmm. like it should be the same just with a mask on. Yeah, you're, just with a mask on. So I mean, at least what I did um, before. I mean, now I kind of have my set group of friends. I mean, I'm not not saying that nobody can. I, you know, I can't make new friends, but I mean, I'm kind of just who I have is is what I'm kind of used to. I'm not really like. You know, like eager, I guess, if that makes sense. I mean, I'm a friendly person for sure. But um, I mean, what I used to do, you know, is if I had class and I would, you know, sit next to somebody or whatever, I would just honestly mainly just kind of ask, you know, did they want to study together? Or if you mm-hmm. wanted to, Introduce yourself. Yeah, yeah, introduce yourself. Really, hey, what's up? My name is Malachi. Um, you know, do you want to share notes? However, however you want to go about, you know, doing that. But I mean, a common, I mean, a common ground, if you think about it, is, is that class. So you yeah. mean honestly, just kind of just that's how I met him. Um, yeah, <clears throat> met him in Dr. Mill's class. We didn't have COVID. We didn't have COVID. We were, yeah. We both talk a lot. Yes, we did. So it wasn't really a. Wasn't really a. Yeah, this is, this this is important. So we're talking to students, right? I think we also need to talk to professors who are listening. Yeah. Because ultimately, I think they play a, big, a bigger role than students. Yeah. Right. So you understand coming back from a pandemic, coming back from a time in which students are not interacting and you try to get them to interact through Zoom, Mm -hmm. but it's not the same. Yeah. I think starting your classes with more um, like welcoming kind of get to know each other exercises than most classes will do now Mm -hmm. is going to go a long way. Mm Because at that point, you're basically forcing students to talk. talk. And sometimes that's what it takes, especially if they've gone so long without having to talk to anybody, interact with anybody if they don't want to. Those can be different in lecture hall styles, though. Yeah, of course, but like, you can still. There's there's something you can do. There's something yeah. you can do. Always, there's always something you can do. Yeah. No matter the amount of students, you can do small, getting to know you. Even if it's just like they do the discussion post and force people to read it and respond to two, mm-hmm. and then maybe if you choose groups, after that, oh, I saw that this person like this, so I'm gonna join a group with them. Yeah. You know, just professors, I suggest that you do the best that you can to warm students up to being in person again because it's gonna be. Awkward. It's going to be nerve wracking. It's going to be a lot of adjustment, a lot of changes, and those need to be accounted for. Or give options, like in terms of like group projects and all that. Like, if it's possible to make it so it's just like you have the choice whether you want to perform this project individually 
or in a group like I feel like that will definitely help students like ease their mind a little bit be less fearful come into classes and such more confident also I feel like it's super important to like stress that I guess from students to ask professors to be more patient in regard of like how we're going to go about the next semester I know people are coming into this again with like a lot of fear so like Me, for example, I went through something recently where I was struggling with my mental health personally, and I was kind of scared to even ask, like, my most strict professors for, like, an extension on certain assignments and all that because I figured, like, oh, my God, they're just going to say no. Like, they're not going to, like, want to be, I don't know, they're just not going to want to be lenient. But I was just like, you know what? Like, it doesn't hurt to ask. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be 100% transparent, send out an email. What's the worst that can happen? Say no. Like, yeah. So I just went ahead Mm -hmm. and like drafted out this email to like even my most strict professors because (laughs) they're, yeah, they're, they're really strict. But, um, I basically was just like, I'm going through X, Y, and Z. Is it possible I could go ahead and get, um, an extension on this assignment? Um, I would really appreciate, you know, any patience from your end and thank you so much. And then they went ahead and gave me the extension. So I just feel like being more vocal and open and transparent with your professors, like, I feel like it will be worth it at the yeah, end of the yeah. day. So, I mean, that's I mean that's that's the main thing, really, too. Um, you know, I actually just recently asked my, one of my professors for an extension because um, my grandmother she was in the hospital. Um, so, you know, I, I had asked her, you know, is there any way I can get an extension on this assignment? She was like, Yeah, most definitely. Um, I think one thing to kind of the home what he what he was uh, stating about you know professors um, is really just kind of just understanding, uh, you know, what people have been through and what mm-hmm. you know people are coming out of because a lot of people um a lot a lot of people went through a lot during covid mm-hmm. um you know whether it be losses or or you know having to um adjust to to school and kind of you know falling back in, in in that instance so um you know it's just kind of just being aware and um absolutely and really just understand that you know everybody's situation isn't the same um, nobody's situation is the same. So you might have a student who, you know, who can, who may need an extension. You may have a student who may not need an extension. But regardless, just kind of being sensitive to everybody's situation and the fact that they may have been through something that you necessarily may not have been through. Um, so, and I think that's the best way. And honestly, just make yourself available. You know, if you, like, kind of what you were saying is, you know, in the yeah, the very beginning of the class where you're doing, like, you know, get to know your exercises. I would have the professors be like, look, if there's anything y'all need, because a lot of my professors did that too. Like, yeah. I know we're during, I know we're in COVID. If there's anything you guys need or anything at all, even when it came to like, forget school, like just on the mental health level, if you want to talk to me, um, you know, do that. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, you, it, it kind of showed that they care. Exactly. Um, and I would, I would highly recommend that because, you know, some, some students may not want to go to specific people. They may feel like, you know, I, I can go to my professor if, if you know, if, especially if you open that door as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you never open the door, you know, a student may never even think the door exists. Exactly. Yeah. So. And it's for sure easy to, like, be intimidated by professors, especially if they're, like, pretty hard on strict. But I think what I learned this semester is that professors are, like, ultimately human beings, just mm-hmm. like us. And they're people and they understand. And, um, yeah, so never be afraid to be vocal and communicate, whether that's through email <coughs> or you feel more comfortable doing so in person and office hours. Like, um I would imagine that they're going to be more mindful going into the next semester. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. and, and it's it's important to understand that, you know, when a, let's say you're reading a professor's syllabus and they say no makeups or mm-hmm. yeah. no whatever in case of emergency, 
Mental health is an emergency. Yeah, it is. That is a valid reason. It is. As valid as any other to get an extension on an assignment or to have a little bit of break from mm-hmm. work or yeah. whatever it is, you you need to understand, you know, students, even professors, mm-hmm. if you're going through those kinds of things, that's a valid reason. It if is. If a professor tells you it isn't, go above their head because that's absolutely a valid reason. Yeah. And this is totally subjective, but I 100%. think mental health is like one of the most biggest emergencies ever. Like, it is because it leads to actual physical. Yes, um, it can. It, it, it can. can. Yeah, it, it can lead. It can lead to to, um, to to physical. I mean, I'm not gonna say harm, but it can lead to and anything physical. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there. I was actually doing an, uh, an assignment for one of my uh, my child development 45 class, um, and you know there was a, a week that we were talking about um, students and, and things like that, and how a lot of students. You know, or at least like high school students, they were experienced a lot of stress. You know, mental health, um, a, lot, a lot of mental health issues due to school, and, and it you know it, it had an impact. It took a toll on their physical health as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's just, I mean, but e- even if it didn't take a, a toll on your mental or on your physical health, it's still it's still a very important thing in and of itself um, because, I mean, your brain your brain is a powerful thing and if and if you yes. if you if you kind of lose that then it's a it could be dangerous mm-hmm. absolutely um absolutely and and my biggest thing is as as a friend mhm you know when you have a friend who's in, and you see that they're going through certain certain things and you can tell that they're in a different mind frame than they normally are mm-hmm. how do you help with that cuz we're not all nobody unless you're studying therapy, psychology, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. No one's a trained professional with that. Yeah. But, you know, f- sometimes people don't feel comfortable going to those, seek those kinds of help, so they'll confide in a friend, confide in a family member, mm-hmm. confide in somebody that they're really close with and somebody that they love with, you know, what it is that's going through their head. And if you're that person on the other side, you have to know, you know, what can you do? Sometimes even even myself with people who confide in me with, what they're going on, what's going on in their lives. If it's something that I haven't experienced and, you know, coped with, then sometimes I'm, I'm lost. I don't know what to say. Like, I try to mm-hmm. say what I can, but I'm not really sure. So student health and counseling gave us a, you know, kind of like a, what's, what's the term? Say this, not that. Yeah, yeah, well, so they gave us that, but they also gave a us guide. Like, a guide of what you can do if, you, if there's no other way um, you feel that you can answer. So let's say someone is confiding in me about their um, feelings, their emotions, what's going on in their head, and you're quite not sure what to say, you can say, uh, start by validating their feelings. I I hear you completely. I am so sorry that you're going through this. And then after you do that, you can appreciate their courage, understand that they're strong for going through what they're going through and doing it in a, you know, very positive and, you know, just like fighting, you know Let, letting letting them know that you actually appreciate them coming to you. Absolutely, you know, I appreciate you, you know, having the strength to come and and, and talk to me about this, um, as, as as sensitive and difficult as it may have been. Absolutely, and then uh, if necessary, if you feel the need, um, or if you even th- just think that they should do it, you know, refer them to support. You know, let them know that you appreciate them for, you know, being strong, being confident. And understanding that they need help in a in a certain area, and just refer them to them help. So, student health and counseling has so many different departments, peer counselors who are just like us. If you don't feel comfortable seeing a professional, and they can help you with a lot of the things that you're you know going through, and 
you may not be comfortable talking about with just anybody. One, one thing to remember, uh, being quick to listen and slow to speak, because some people may not really want you to, if they're coming to you with, your, with, with their feelings, they may not necessarily need or want you to try to provide solutions yeah. or um, you know, or wait, ways, to, ways to feel, quote unquote, feel better. Um, they may just they may just want you just to vent, you just know listen. what I mean. So, um, yeah, that, and so that's just kind of one thing. To remember, you know, slow to, quick to listen, slow to speak. So, you know, if they're talking to you about if about their feelings or about whatever may be going on in their, uh, in their in their life, just really just you know, you just sit there and listen to them. Um, and if they do want, if they do want, you know, some some suggestions or, or, or how to move forward, they'll ask them, but you know, what do you think? Or what do you think I should do? Or what's your, what's your standpoint on it? They'll, they may ask. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they don't ask, you can ask them like, do you want my opinion? Or, or and if they don't like, no, I mean, like I said, just, just kind of gauge the, the, the air, the, the scenario. But for the most part, quick to listen, slow to speak. Um, and, and they'll, they'll, like I said, most times they'll let you know if they want, if they want your opinion, um, and your standpoint on it. But, but yeah, no, definitely, um, because I mean, I've I've had some situations. I mean, me personally, I mm-hmm. haven't been um, in a serious mental health um, situation, um, you know, uh, gracefully. But um, I've definitely been in situations where I've had you know friends come to me, you know, friends confide in me, and, and things like that. Even family members, you know, um, and and it was not necessarily like I mean, it, it kind of was scary, honestly, um, it because is. it's like. You know, I'm looking at them and, and I'm seeing them in a different way than I've never seen them before. Cause like, oh, I didn't even really know you were, you were kind of dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they're coming to me and confiding in me, and I'm trying to find a way to, oh, how how can I help you? Cause obviously, I don't want to see you going through it. And I don't want to. I want you to feel better. Um, you know, so so you know, definitely having a, a guide and how to um, go about these situations is is definitely helpful. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys want to share any experiences that you had with um, mental health or if you, if, you, if you had to help a friend with mental health. But. Well, going back a little bit to what you said about that it is pretty dangerous to see someone in that sort of position. Mm-hmm. I know for me, when I was going through some like anxieties and depression and all that, it was during the time that we were all strictly online and we we're all just, I mean, for me, I was just inside my house taking like, serious precautions because I was one of those people that took peak COVID-19 like I took it really I still take it serious but I took it like really really serious when it was like super brand new Mm -hmm. and it really took a toll on my mental health personally and it got to the point where I was experiencing physical symptoms as Mm -hmm. you mentioned Mm -hmm. (laughs) to make a long story short (laughs) I got like tons of like fatigue low energy I was getting the chills I was getting like heart palpitations like it was like a super super dark spot in my life so yeah I mean my experiences with mental health have been has been a journey but looking back at it now and stuff that I did to feel better would be like journaling meditation going on walks um i actually got a puppy which really really helped Um, (laughs) and yeah so that's a little bit about my journey but you guys have helped me recently over something yes and y'all were y'all are great listeners you do a really really good job (laughs) we try and you guys give me great advice as well so y'all do good thank you esby thank you for sharing you know you once again you're strong and it takes a lot to be able to understand your situation and share that with others and i'm sure i mean whoever's listening is going to be as 
grateful and thankful that you were able to share your experiences with us. So thank you. Yeah. One, one thing I do want to say, too, um, because at least as as uh, as as guys, I'm more, I'm also more so talk you know, to, to, the, to the gentleman, um, at least at least me, you know, I was kind of raised, you know, just shake it off. Don't cry about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just pick yourself up and get over it. Um, so it it is it is one hundred percent okay, you know what I'm saying, if if you're going through something and, and, and to express that to somebody. Um, because the last thing you really want to do is kinda continue to hold that in and um it kinda overtake you and things like that. Because a lot of people will be going through something that you'll never even know uh, because they're just been taught and told to kind of fight through it mm-hmm. and things like that. Um and, and and another thing too is is if you're is if you're hearing something like if you're if somebody's expressing their um situation to you, um an important thing to do is to try to try to kind of put yourself in their situation because for, what somebody may be going through that is very, very difficult and, and a lot for them may be nothing for you and vice versa. So you, they may be, you know, going through something you're like, you may be thinking, oh, like that's nothing. But to them, it's a lot. And it's just, it's just something to remember. Like everybody doesn't have the same, everybody is in the same situation um, and, and really try to empathize and sympathize with them. Um, through that because they really do need they, 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 they may need your help you know they may need to vent to you and, and things like that so it's just important to remember everybody's situation is not the same um, and everybody deals with mental health in different ways um, so it, it's not it's not anything to shrug off or it's not anything to say oh it's not important it's, it's, that's not it it's not all. a sign of weakness it's not a sign of weakness that's the at biggest all. thing mm-hmm. and this is um, you know an issue in many communities but specifically the communities of color you know, seeking help is looked down upon. Exactly. It has a negative connotation, and that's not the case. That's really not the case. If you're going through these kinds of things, it's absolutely normal. It's not a sign of weakness. It's not a sign of you doing something wrong. It's none of that. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling these kinds of things and these kinds of emotions, you want to get help. You want to understand that these people are here to help you and to help you succeed in life. And that's really important. It's really important to understand and break the stigma that comes with um, seeking mental health guidance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and even if even if you're not feeling any kind of... Uh, physical. Physical, even mental. Even if you feel as if you're perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. You never know. It's always good to get you know checked up on, yeah. to go, just speak to a therapist, go speak to it, and just have it be a regular thing. Just like when you go to a doctor to get a, a physical checkup, you may mm-hmm. be perfectly fine, just, but you just, go get a physical just to make sure, you know? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, been, it doesn't matter how small it is. It's, it's important. Yeah, it absolutely. Is, no matter what it is, even if it's just you're stressed about a test, it, that's important, you know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because um, just like just like Espy said, you know, it can, it can take, you know, it, it can... It, it can it can snowball into into into, into bigger up, things. Exactly. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely important. Um, no matter how no matter how small you may think it is, um, it's definitely important. Um, you know, regardless. Yeah. And vulnerability is strength for Absolutely. sure. Yeah. Like I was talking to our boss Luis about like stuff I've been going through recently. Y'all know about it, but I was just like, yeah, I was kind of afraid to come to you and like talk to you about what's been going on recently because I didn't want to view I didn't want you to view me as quote unquote like weak or I didn't want you to see me in such like a vulnerable emotional position he goes no SB like you're human Mm -hmm. you're vulnerable and that's strength like if anything like you coming to me even if you end up like tearing up even just for a little bit like it just shows me that you're human and that 
it took a lot of courage for you to come forward and talk to me about this, but it's it's strengthening. And like people at the end of the day will admire you for like mm-hmm. coming coming to them and opening up and just being open and transparent. Like it's something that is strength and it's admirable. So. And, and that goes back to what I was saying about mm-hmm. the, um, you know, like p- being able to empathize with, with someone mm-hmm. else, even if, even if you may not necessarily um, have been through that situation or, or, or anything like that, just understanding that someone else, you, this is very serious to that person and, and you need to, you know, understand and, and, and console, um, console them if, if possible. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah, even just listening. Yeah. Like just the act of listening is so beautiful and it's, it means a lot to someone. So even so if you, you feel like you don't give the best advice, like just sitting there to mm-hmm. listen is just mm-hmm. amazing or incredible as it is. So. Absolutely. Intentionally listening, not just active listening. Exactly. Actively listening. And if you feel, and we, you know, we have a list of, you know, kind of symptoms, signs and symptoms if you're experiencing any kind of emotional distress and don't realize it. If you have any of these that aren't related to any type of physical virus or anything, maybe try to seek help. Mm-hmm. Uh, list goes as fatigue. If you're really tired all the time. This is not limited to either. Yeah, not limited to any of these either. No energy, lack of motivation, physically not being able to get out of bed, having a hard time socializing or going out. If you're having any of these plus more mm-hmm. sin signs and symptoms, please, you know, do get help. Go mm-hmm. just set a meeting. That's yeah. all you have to do is set a meeting and, and talk. That's really yeah. what it is. So, you know, Sac State has many free, you know, therapy sessions that you can do and go to and different ways that you can reach out and and get help if you're feeling any any of those uh emotions yeah so please do please please and and i do and and i kind of do want to say like it's like it really is it really is going to take you know breaking the stigma of of going to go and seek help for for mental health because it, it it's it's a serious it's a serious it's 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 as serious as if you were to have an infection in your body exactly you know um so it's it's not like oh like I don't want people to see me as weak or I don't want people to or I don't want to look like a it go and get the help that you need like you're if if you need it go and get the help that you need it's 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 really gonna take everybody as a whole collectively to break the stigma you know if I were to tell in a home oh I'm I'm gonna go you know go go to a therapist or, or things like that um, I mean as much as we all joke around you know because he as, as much as we all joke around. I don't think if I was actually very serious about it, he would be like, "Yes, definitely go. Like, Absolutely. if you need that help, go go and get the help. I'll go with you." Like, like he, Absolutely. Like, at the end of the day, we all have to be, we all collectively have to have to break that break that stigma of of going to get mental health mm-hmm. help um, because it is a serious subject. It is it is a serious um, 100%. topic. One hundred percent. And and if you have friends, like we talked about, if you have friends who are going through this, you know. Sometimes that push from a friend telling them maybe you should go mm-hmm. see somebody, like do the research. There are many free um, programs, free places you can go to get help, you know. And, and if you, let's say you just know that your friend's going through something and you go out and get the information and say, hey, listen, I, I know you're going through a lot right now. And I just want to say that I support you. I appreciate you and how strong you're being. And, and, and these are some resources that we can we, we can go to. You can say yeah. we make it a both of y'all or mm-hmm. a group of y'all thing and, and, mm-hmm. and go out and seek help. And that can mean the world to somebody. Exactly, you know, exactly. Who has a lot going on in their head. Yeah, so and that's perfect. Important. I love the word we because it just makes someone feel like 
they're not alone mm-hmm. and they feel supported and uplifted. So, yeah, good choice of words. Absolutely. You know, and speaking of choice of words, you know, there are many different things that you can say. And sometimes when you really don't know what to say, you'll say things that you, you may not know are harmful, mm-hmm. you know. So there are some words that we was sent over to us by the student health and counseling or, or even phrases that, we, that were kind of reworded to be more, um, what's the word, to be more sensitive to the situation, yes. right? So instead of saying committed suicide, we say died by suicide, mm-hmm. right? We try to avoid using the word crazy, mm-hmm. um, even when you're not discussing mental health, even if it's just a... a situation that you think is out of the ordinary, whatever the case may be, we want to lean more towards words like wild, bonkers, different, things of that nature. Just avoid Mm -hmm. crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing is that mental health does not always mean that someone has a mental illness. Yes. So those two are not interchangeable. They are definitely two different things and are meant to be treated as such. Try to use people first language whenever possible. For example, a person with mental illness or a person who is experiencing homelessness. So we want to use um, a person. You say address a person mm-hmm. when speaking about those kinds of things. Um, these are just a few different situations. And if you do your research, there's a lot of different things that you can use that are going to be more sensitive to somebody's situation, to somebody's uh mental state, whatever the case may be, you just want to make sure that when speaking to somebody, you know that what you can say can change the way they think, mm-hmm. you know? And, and and this is just kind of just like just general social, um, like a general social suggestion, you know, when you're kind of out and about and talking, just refrain from saying certain phrases. I'm not really going to say the phrases, but just refrain from, like, you, you know, like, you know, like what phrases you probably should and shouldn't say, um, you know, especially in the social setting, because you never know who may actually have dealt with a situation like that or is dealing with something like that. Um, and that could, that could um, you know, just be taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's just kind of just, just another little small tip moving forward uh, for kind of everybody. Just make sure that you're aware of, of the language that you use, um, kind of depending on where you are. Uh, or actually, not de- not depending, but wherever you are, um, because you again, you never know. Mm-hmm. It's 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 um, it's really mind-boggling to me how much people can really just hold inside. Mm-hmm. Like to understand how strong and complex the brain is for people to be able to go through some of the things that they go through, and you would never know. Nope. They can come to work every day or school smile every day with face. a smile on their face. <laughs> crack the most jokes but when they leave you never know what's going on in their head so Mm -hmm. yeah maybe in conversation it seems like they're fine and okay but when you use some of these words Mm -hmm. that can be considered insensitive Mm -hmm. that can make what's going on behind the mask hit even harder Mm -hmm. you know so just having that way of thinking when going into conversations with people you may not know all the way or know their situations you definitely want to understand that you know the things that you say do a lot. Words do mean a lot. Mm-hmm. So you and, definitely want to be sensitive to those. And um, just kind of another thing, too, you know, kind of, he kind of um, reminded me of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is you, you never know if somebody's going through something. So a good kind of practice is to just check up on people, especially, mm -hmm. you know, your friends. Hey, I'm just checking up on you. How you doing, man? I mean, I kind of do it all the time, especially with people that I haven't, that I don't see as often. I'll text them here and, hey, how you doing, man? You know, just checking up on you. Um, and it goes a long way, too. A lot of people, um, a lot of people, they appreciate that. I mean, like I said, me yeah. and my friends, we all joke around and things like that all the time. But um, I'm actually a pretty, like, I'm, I'm, I'm more heartfelt, if, if, if I'm being honest. Like, I actually, like, really, I really care for people. So, um, you know, if somebody were to come to me uh, and be like, hey, yo, I'm really going through something, da-da-da-da, whatever the case may be, you know, I'm a... I'm, I'm actually you know, like okay like you know do you want to talk about it you know do is there anything I can do, um, and that's just kind of just for, you know any anybody really who comes to me I really don't really care, who you are I mean even even if, if even if I don't know you I mean I've never really had a situation like that where a random person has come to me and tried to express, you know whatever they may be going through to me but even if even if it was a random person, um, you know you're still human, um, and at the end of the day if you need that help. Um, I have no problem listening to you if you if you need a if you need a listening ear, um, and that's just kind of just a good like I said just a good practice you know just check up on your friends see how they're doing, um, and even if they say everything's all good and it really isn't don't probe you know don't say well it doesn't look like it or, or I don't like yeah. don't do that just you know at, if they're ready they'll 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 say something yeah um, and at the end of the day I feel like actions truly speak louder than words so pay. If you can, pay close attention to their body language, the way they act in a classroom setting or at work or whoever it is that you're kind of like asking if they're okay or if they're struggling. Um, you know, people can easily lie or just, you know, want to hide or, you know, just not be as open with their emotions and feelings. Mm -hmm. So just being mindful about, you know, the physical symptoms and the little... Um, little things that they might be struggling with physically, I feel like those are ways you could tell. Yeah. I think, because um, I had a specific, and it was, it was, I had a situation where I had to help a friend, and I was in seventh grade, actually. Um, and, I, and I knew that they weren't okay. I, I knew that something was going on. Um, and I asked them, you know, a couple times here and there, and they would be like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, but it, it, was, it was evident that, you know, they mm -hmm. obviously weren't fine. Um, and I mean, in situations like that, I guess, and I mean, I get, I get the time. I was seventh grade. I don't even know how old I am, um, but we were all in seventh grade. And you know, at the time, I was actually kind of frustrated because I'm like, dude, like I know, I know you're not okay, mm -hmm. and it's frustrating to me because I actually want to help you, and I it, it feels like you're not accepting the help, and and that's how some people may feel. They may feel like, you know, I'm trying to help you and you don't want the help. Don't try not to take it that way. Um, you know, try to try to see it for again from their point of view. Um, at, at the end of the day, it's it's just being sensitive to that person and what they may need and, and what they're comfortable with at that time. Um, because a lot of people may or may not be comfortable with, um, you know, whatever, you know, sh sharing, you know, what whatever's going on. Um, so, I mean, it it may be frustrating, especially if it's somebody that you actually care about and you're really want to wanting to help them. Um, but again, just kind of just remember that it's up to them. They have to. Um, you know, you can't you can't force somebody to to talk to you. So again, just let them letting them know that you're there and that you're you know there to support and help is 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 what you should do. And you know, when they're ready, they'll, they'll come talk to you for real. I think the biggest thing is understanding that all of this is normal. Yeah, like it is normal mm -hmm. 
for every day not to be the greatest day. Facts. It's normal to have situations that, you know, may bring you down. It's normal. No one's going to have a perfect life. No one's going to have a everyday... 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 life. That's not how it works. You, you, you make do with the cards that are dealt, and in the meantime, you try to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And part of the ways of taking care of yourself is taking care of your brain, the biggest, strongest muscle in your body. Is it Most it important. Really is it the biggest muscle? In your it body? might not be the biggest, but in, it's the in terms of magnitude, yeah, I agree. No, it's, it's definitely the biggest. I think it's the strongest muscle in your body. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, the, the the main thing is that it's normal. It's normal to have nervousness and butterflies when it, in terms of coming back to campus because it's been two years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's normal to to not know how to or to maybe even not remember how to socialize. If you haven't done it in two years, yeah, 100%. all those things are normal. If you're if you're gonna be leaving a comfortable situation mm-hmm. to go to a new, random, brand new situation, that's scary and yeah. that's normal. So the, I mean, the, the the theme for all of this is that it's normal to go through things. Mm-hmm. It's normal to feel different. Mm-hmm. All of that is okay. Yeah. But what we want to do is make sure that when you do feel those kinds of things, mm-hmm. you get help so that does, that those days don't become the majority. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And that's just the biggest thing that we want to get across with this episode is understanding that all of those things are okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay not to feel okay. It is perfectly yeah. fine. It's expected, actually. Yeah. You know? And when you do feel those things, we just want to make sure that students teachers, members of the community, you can seek help. Mm-hmm. You can seek guidance. You can seek um, encouragement, advice, all of those things from peers, friends, professionals, everything. Mm-hmm. But we just want to make sure that you understand that all of those things are perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, again, like, you know, obviously on, on campus, there's the mental health uh, resources um, and things like that. But if, you know, if you guys have any questions or anything like that about, especially, you know, about coming to, to campus next next semester and some worries or concerns, please don't, f- feel free to DM us on, on Instagram. Absolutely. Um, uh, I know, speaking for everyone here, we are not going to be, um, we, we all take your take your concern very seriously. Mm-hmm. And point um, you in the right direction. Exactly. Um, so yeah, 100% feel free to to to, to DM the um, mic of students page, um, and and we'll we we will help you in the best way that we can. Um, and yeah, that's really what we're here for. You yeah, know? that's what mic up is a, yeah. is about. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. obviously we were started, you know, and our our mission statement is for students by students. Mm-hmm. Right. So when it comes to Episodes, yeah, we want to entertain, we want to inform, and we want to be there for students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you aren't comfortable reaching out to anybody else, you can reach out to us. 100%. And I promise you, we'll find out where you need to go to get what you need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's about your classes, if it's about uh, dorm living, if it's about a mental health situation, whatever it is, if you DM the mic up students, we're going to get back to you in sincere strong and you know the most helpful way that we can 
to get you an answer. And we'll go. I'll go knock on Pinelli's door, door <laughs> President Nelson's <laughs> door, and get an answer for you if I have to. So just feel free, please, if you're going through anything like that, to reach out to us, and we'll do the best we can to to guide you yeah. to where you need to go. And if you're a Sac State student, The Well, again, offers so many incredible resources on campus. Um, I know they even they have counseling, therapy. They even have group therapy if you feel more comfortable like chatting about certain things with a group of people. They have peer counselors, which those are not necessarily therapists or licensed psychologists, but they're students, you know, that are, you know, around their same age. If you just want to like stop by their Zoom sessions or in person or in person just to chat about whatever's going on. Um, they also have classes such as yoga, meditation, kickboxing, dancing, like stuff to just go ahead, release emotions, and um, what else do they have? The gym, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then they have the doctor office as well if you want to go ahead and get a checkup, physical, whatever. Everything. Yeah, everything. The whole nine yards. Yeah. So. So it, basically, we have every resource on campus that you need to, to make sure you're keeping track of yourself, to make mm -hmm. sure that you're, you know, as, as well as there's a library to make sure you're on top of your schoolwork. Mm -hmm. There's other offices and different places on campus you can go to keep track of yourself, your body, your mind, everything that you need to maintain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I hope this was uh, informative. And, um, again, it, this episode was not to be, you know, down and, and get on. It was, it was actually hopefully uplifting you know, and helping people understand that, you know, mental health is a serious and normal uh, subject. It really is very, very normal. Um, and that's kind of just what we're trying to do. We're just kind of help trying to break that stigma yeah. um, of it. So, again, I hope this is an informative episode um, and that you guys got, you know, some takeaways from it. And, again, if there's anything that you guys need, uh, questions, whether whatever it may be that you, you know, D, you can DM the, the Mic'd Up student page. Um, and we, like I said, if, if you just need a, a voice or someone to listen to, that's fine, and or if you need a um, you know information on where to go, that's we can point you in the right direction there as well. Uh, our job is to help be the liaison um, between the students and and the faculty and, and whatnot. resources on resources, campus. Yeah, so I mean, if there's that's it, y'all got. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I hope the episode helps somebody. Um, I hope you hear this and know that there are so many people there for you. And us three are mm -hmm. included in that. And so. your feelings are 100% valid. 100%. Do not let anyone make you feel like they're not. And reach out for help if you do feel like just a checkup. Um, again, everything that you're feeling is normal. But if you feel like you're experiencing symptoms of anxiety or depression and it's taking a toll on your everyday tasks, that's when you know that it's important to take action immediately. Mm -hmm. So yet again, we're here for you. And reach out to us at any time. Yeah. So that was another episode of the Miked Up Students. We appreciate all the listeners. If you have any comments, questions, if we did a terrible job, please let us know. We want to hear that too. I mean, I like to hear it. But guess what? We want to hear it too. Construct so that we can improve moving forward. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. I'm the home. I'm Malachi. And I'm Espy. Till next time.